Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me today on the Carepreneur Show. And today I have a great guest, Jeffrey Tomas with Ideal Retirement Solutions. He's the CEO of Ideal Retirement Solutions. And I've known Jeff now for, man, it's been, oh, what, two years, three years now? Probably Maybe. longer now. Longer than that? It's got to be four to five years. Four to five? Yeah. Wow, this time gone, man. It's crazy. It's, yeah. it's insane. But uh, Jeff's a great guy. And, uh, and today we're going to kind of like dive into you know, his story and just kind of talk about you know, what it is that he currently does, how he got to like where he's at today and, and just, you know, maybe even get into like the market and what's happening there and uh, and some, some maybe maybe we'll talk about some conspiracy theories too, you know? Oh boy, <laughs> we, we can go down a deep rabbit hole. I know, right, we'll, we'll try, we'll try, we won't go too far down the rabbit hole, but uh, yeah. but anyways, no, Jeff, uh, no, seriously, man, like I guess, you know, just for those that may not know, what, what's kind of like your, you know, beginning, what brought you down here? How did you meet Vanessa and, you know, and what's, what's that whole story like that? That pre, you know, uh, financial services world, I guess. All right. Well, I guess it just started out uh, originally from New York. Okay. About 45 minutes north of the city. Uh, very much cornfields, apple orchards, great hunting, fishing. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, growing up, uh, up there, there's a lot of fun things to do. And it was an easy childhood, I'm going to say, growing up. And then um, went to the military. Right. United States Army. Served some time there. Got out of the uh, the military and ended up serving at a, a large children's Christian ministry in Brooklyn, New York, called Metro World Child, um, and they had about 120 staff members. So wow. it was a really yeah, big yeah. operation. You know, we served probably about 30 to 40 thousand children a week wow. in the city, bringing the church to the projects and things of that nature. Um, always loved serving. Always loved giving. Uh, and also at that stage, I was about 30 years old. And I was looking for a wife, you know, <laughs> right, for, right. for sure, right. you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and yeah. so, uh, that's where I met Vanessa. My wife was serving at this ministry. Uh, and, uh, it just happened to be that there was 80%, the, the ratio for men to women was 80% women, 20% men. Wow! Wow! So my odds are yeah, pretty. Yeah. My odds are pretty in your good. favor, man. Yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, was it that from the Hunger Games, right? Right? right, right yeah. yeah. The odds be ever in your favor. Yeah, 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 something like yeah, that. Yeah. So they were in my favor. Um, so I had a list of uh, twenty-five potential wives. Like women? Like, yeah, by name. <laughs> I wrote a list. So how did you come up with this list? Well, because I knew traits okay. I wanted in a wife. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Like if someone's obnoxious, obviously no. Right. 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 You know they have to be attractive. Yeah. You know, I what, get, about, what about singing in the car? Yeah, that was the top of the list. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So anyhow, so yeah. I, I kind of whittled down the list, but um, Vanessa was always number one, and I'll take that to my grave. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on the top of the list. And so the first time I sure. met her, uh, just kind of just real brief. The first time I met her, she said hi to me, and I didn't give her the time of day, because you know, I thought she was illegal. Not like uh, illegally here in the country, but not of age. Right, 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 right. You know, like, so I'm looking for a wife, not a jail sentence. <laughs> but once I found out she was 20 years old, right. it was on like Donkey Kong, you know. Uh, and so she said no to me several times. Right. Uh, Persistence, man. Yeah, she yeah. denied yeah. me. Like I always say, like in, in the Bible, that Peter denied Christ three times. She denied me three times as well. But I wore her down, and eventually, you know, we started dating, got married, and got pregnant with uh, our first child, JoJo, and then ended up, you know, moving, sure. you know, uh, got down to Florida. Wow. So, so what, what brought you to this area? 
Well, serving in a ministry, okay, you know, gotcha. there was a, there was a local church um, that needed a family's pastor, and that's you know what we did is just going places and building up people. Sure. Uh, and it just got to a point when our second child came, uh, that that the pastoral salary, right, just wasn't yeah. enough, yeah. you know, uh, to pay the bills. Thirty five thousand dollars in a family of uh, four doesn't go very far. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we we started uh, praying and, and seeking some guidance on what are we going to do, you know, and what am I going to do as leader at home to provide for my family, for my children, and so uh, all our years serving in Christian ministry, it was. You know, uh, divorce is rampant, you know, not just in the church, but society, you know. Um, and test question for you. What what would you say is the number one cause of divorce in the United States? Maybe money, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's finances, yeah. you know. So we looked at, you know, how can we serve our community sure. and, and those around us and helping them, uh, a man and a woman, husband and wife, or a household, get on the same page financially. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think yeah, actually my, my parents, you know, when they went through a, um, the you know, 2008-2009 mortgage crisis, you know, my dad, he was a mortgage broker, and um, and I, I like like it just you know, like his whole world came crashing down, you know, and and uh, it was crazy, like because I really feel like at the end of the day, like that's what was the, the that like because of what he lost financially. Is what ended up causing them to to get a divorce and, and stuff too, you know. So right, and yeah. we in the financial planning world, we hear a lot about the the diversification, right? right and to right, be diversified. Right. Well, the same could be said about your income, right? Right. You know, or how how you receive your paycheck. Sure. Sure. You know. Um. So, but anyway, so we, we transitioned. I say we, my wife and I, because everything we do is together. Right. Um. We transitioned from the pastoral world. Uh, to financial planning and got licensed and educated and things of that nature um, yeah. here in Florida and sure. Retirement Central. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, like well, I guess that you know, leading into like the kind of the financial services thing. What, what was your first, like, you know, I guess moment where you're like, hey, I want to, you know, pursue this career. You know, is it, like, what was that kind of first moment where you're like, this is like my thing, or I like this, or I enjoy it? Because <coughs> what I've noticed about you is you always seem to be uh, educating yourself even further along the journey. You know. Right. Of, of, financial, of the financial world, I guess. So. Well, I just I just know that the the higher level of education yeah. I can possess regarding financial processes, tools, products, the uh, tax code, right. things of that nature, the better I could serve people. Sure. You sure. know, at a higher level. Sure. And especially in my industry, they have a saying: is that the more you learn, the more you earn. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I'm in business to make money. It's right. it's not the end all be all, but you, money's right up there with oxygen. Right. Right. Exactly. No, 100 percent. Yeah. No, and we, we felt that like when this whole pandemic hit, because I remember like when it when it was like when everything was kind of coming our way, you know, the realization of like, OK, we have to sh shut down our senior daycare center or whatever like that, that that realization. Like I remember the the moment I realized that we might have to shut it down for a little while. Like I started, I called Amber. She does all like all of our account management stuff, and I was like, "Hey, I'm like, shut this down, shut this down, take this off of ACH. Like, let's call the yeah. banks up, let's pause these things, because um, I like it was just literally just like, we just need enough oxygen to like survive through whatever is about to come, you know? Right. Um, you know, so yeah, it's so, so so important. I mean, I just I mean industries like you know senior senior care, the restaurants, yeah, certain exactly. industries got totally hammered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, I'm just thankful that we do live in the glorious state of Florida. I know, because I, I and our governor. Yeah, I know, because because our restrictions have been so much less than other areas, and we, we've 
we, 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 we've traveled, like, we just went through Tennessee, Georgia, and other areas, and it was insane, just the level of restrictions that they have. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, uh, for the senior carers, I mean, a lot of my clients are in their 60s, so, you know, uh, their parents are kind of the later stages of life, sure. you know, and a lot of people don't like talking about their own demise. Right. However, you know, and I know that none of us are getting out alive. I know. None <laughs> of us. Only, I know, it's only one direction. Right, so yeah, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. position, you know, senior care, you know, with our, with our clients is we're, we're working with our clients and their, their parents are going through these things where they're in facilities in other states where they can't visit parents are going into hospice they can't right. even no, see them crazy, there's one person designated for the whole family yeah, yeah. and they're Same. i mean it's really it's heartbreaking yeah, you know really and so i'm just i'm thankful that you know that that our governor ron DeSantis is i mean he's really leading the way right no i 100 I mean, it was you know it's definitely one of those refreshing things to see him like really take into consideration both like a safety side as well as like the, the like the small businesses and you know and, you know the jobs and, and things like that because you know they're, they're they're you can't like go one way or the other like you kind of have to like mitigate this thing you know like you know being smart about it but also making sure that businesses can stay and operate and you right know, remain and open you if know? you're if you're you know in a high risk category you're senior with right. comorbidities self-quarantine right, right right take those measures right right you know and it's it's real and people have been affected sure absolutely you it, know it, I get, so now because I, I feel like you kind of catered like i know when i was going to school right and and for financial services was something i was going to lead into at one point but uh i just never did you know i mean i, I tried it <laughs> i guess it just wasn't for me but you know you had the path of like you know, like catering to the young family and helping them through the, the journey or, or maybe like kind of catering to like the, the physicians and the lawyers and kind of helping them, them out. Um, and you had these different like kind of like paths to choose from. But what I found interesting about you, yours is that you, you seem to have like kind of really had, have a niche in like the senior care space or the, or the, or the maybe senior retirement planning, like that, that next kind of stage of now I'm not working anymore. Right? <coughs> right, and we call it in the industry retirement distribution. Yeah. Got it. You know, and it's a, it's a specialty. It's a certain type of planner. And we always say that, you know, cur your current financial advisor is great to getting you to retirement. Right. Not through retirement. Right, 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 right. It's yeah. totally different yeah. planning and understanding the tax codes. And also, you know, I, I believe my pastoral background really helps me counsel people. Sure. Because uh, it's in, a lot of financial planning is it's behavioral modification. Right. Right, right. You know, especially if, if an adult has been doing the same job for 30 years right. and now they're retired, what do they do? Right, right. Right, so you have to find purpose, yeah. meaning, and yeah. to help people, not just with the numbers, but to kind of brainstorm with them, like, what are you going to do? What does your day look like? Right, right, right. Because if, if you were to say now with you and your family and your kids, if you had to pick one day of the week that is the most expensive for your family... What day is it? Most expensive. Most expensive day of the week, and it could be shopping. It could right. be, what what day yeah, is it? Uh, when when Chelsea orders shipped. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> like I mean, uh, I'm just trying to. I don't know. If there's well, a lot of families yeah. say like you know maybe a Saturday because they're grocery well, yeah, shop yeah, and their yeah. clothes shop and yeah. Well, you know. well, the problem is I feel like the Amazon's at my house every day. So it's uh, like, you know, yeah, like, she's gonna watch this. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's I, like I get that ring doorbell. It's like ding, ding, ding. I'm like, what? The, what did we buy today? Like, I get the notification. I, like, I know. I'm like, I need it. It's like it's like 
I think the hard part is that like whatever we want now is just like you can just have it at your fingertips, you know. So like we're in the past, you're like, ah, oh, well, I don't want to run into the store, you know. And I think that that's causing this like problem because I feel like we're just like hoarding stuff now. Accumulating <laughs> like, stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, majority of people that you know in yeah. their retirement distribution, it's you know, they'll say a Friday or a Saturday. Well, it, it makes you know? sense because if you're going out to dinner, right? You, you know, go out to dinner, dinner the movies, yeah, 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 grocery yeah, shopping, yeah, things yeah. like that. And yeah. so I always presented to those retirees. Right. Imagine if every day is a Saturday. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you're working, you're distracted, you know? So right, it's like, well, you're also you're, earning, yeah, you're yeah, making yeah, 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 money, yeah, exactly. so you're not yeah. spending. Yeah, now, yeah. it's you're, you're spending every day, so it's coming up with that strategic spending plan, and also uh, a proper distribution advisor is gonna give you the green light, like you have the okay. Like what's the average age of someone that you're like like that you're working with? I mean, are they I'm gonna say you know, 55 and up. Okay, gotcha. You know, like, well, I'm sure everyone's like like kind of retirement or when they or have reached their retirement age or or what they feel like is like they're gonna retire. I'm sure like their like their like net worth or what they want to do is probably all different, right? As far as like and what oh. they can do, right? Like like have right. you had to tell, stop someone and say be like, hey, look, you're gonna have to go back to work for another ten years because like right. you can't afford to retire. Yet. Well, sometimes yeah. I have that conversation, yeah. or they say, well, I I want to retire. This is how much money I want, and then I'll say, all right, well, according to what I'm looking at, that's it's not gonna happen unless you're gonna die in five years. Right. Then you'll have enough money. Right. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, you don't have enough <laughs> right, money. Right. Right? You're going to yeah. run out. Yeah. Like, so, and then we look at Social Security claiming strategies. Like, what age do you pick it? If you're right. married, who takes it first? You're, the husband, the wife, the spouse. How do you maximize yeah. that benefit? Um, and so to kind of put people in the best situation when they get to the retirement, they have options. Sure. Right? Well, like if someone's like 55, like in... Say they want to live on like I don't know, like say say 150 grand a year is, is you know 100,000 a year something like that, right? Like is that like, like like how much money does someone like that need to have? And how old are they? Like say they're 55, 60, I don't know. And they're retiring at 55? Yeah. Oh, see the thing is, if you retire too early, you need more money. That's what I'm trying to say. Like if you're, like, right? so, I mean, you're going to need millions of dollars. Uh, right? You know, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably two to three million dollars. Right. Like to know? live like that same and, lifestyle, maybe like that. Not, not even the same, right? But probably like just uh, have the creature comforts of. Right. And there's something called a replacement ratio. Okay. And typically, it's eighty percent of what you were earning during your working years. Right. On average, is what people retire on. Gotcha. All right. And um, one of the biggest, not one of the biggest, the biggest risks that people face, some call longevity risk. It's just the risk that you live too long. Right. right. And you run out of money. Right. That's 89% of retirees' number one concern. Right. Right. Is longevity or something. And, and, and to them, what, what are they concerned about? Like, <coughs> what, what is their biggest fear? Like, like they just... Running like, out of money. Right. But are they, thinking, are they even thinking about care at this point? Or are they just thinking about, like, I won't be able to live my life that I know, you know? Right. And a lot of times the care... That, like even, it's not even on their mind. I know they're like they don't even think about. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to pay for that. <laughs> well, exactly, and yeah. we know that you know on average for a healthy couple and for healthcare, yeah. not even long-term care, just yeah. healthcare, you're about a quarter million dollars for a couple for their retirement right, right. expenses. An unhealthy couple, an upwards of four hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. Now it's not even considering the long-term like, like, like care. Home care, things like that. Right, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. the longevity risk, it's the largest risk because. It's a multiplying factor of of every other risk category, right. like market risk, the, right. the risk that the stock market could crash. Right. If you live longer, the chances you're going to see it 
right, go right, up. Right, right, right. You right. know, and the last thing yeah. that people want to do is run out of money in retirement and then go live with their children. Right, right. And I tell my clients, just like, your kids don't want you. <laughs> I mean, they might take you in, right. but begrudgingly. Right, right, right exactly. Yeah, you know, they yeah. might not let you know to your face, but they'll no, let their no, financial yeah, advisor know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so if you put yourself... You probably, in, you probably get all the dirty little secrets. Right, you know, I right. get... <laughs> I always joke with people that I say that people open up to me more now as their financial advisor than they did as their pastor. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Like, do you have, do you have like, husband and wives meeting with you separately? Like, well, like, in like, those situations... Yeah. Uh, I just won't pick okay. them up as clients. Gotcha. Because okay. I just don't yeah, work with anyone. Be the same. Well, because they're putting I, 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 me in a position well, to lie. Well, no, I didn't mean like, like me. Like, I know. Like, like, like the guy's like, hey, let me meet with you first, you know, just to kind of tell you my game plan. And then we can bring my yeah, wife in. Funny, you know? Quick like, funny story. Husband and wife, they were a referral, someone sent them to me. Uh, they're, we're lining out their assets and their columns, doing our fact yeah. finder, or kind of our due diligence. And the husband goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. He goes down the hall, goes to the bathroom. The wife leans in. She goes, well. Hey, I have $100,000 in this account he doesn't know about. And I'm trying not to look appalled. And I'm just taking notes. Oh, okay, interesting. And so he comes back, and we're talking, and then she goes to the bathroom. He leans in and goes, hey, I got this side account. I have 60000 in it. In my mind, I'm thinking, and it's a true story. In my mind, I'm thinking, like, wow, she's whooping your butt. Right, right, right. Yeah, she's so, passing it away. So right away, they put yeah. them, they put me in a position to lie. And yeah. I will never compromise my integrity for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't tell them that I wouldn't work with them. I didn't tell them about each other's accounts. Right. I did give them homework. I give people homework assignments. Right, right. You know, uh, and so their homework was to go home tonight, shut the TVs off, the phones off, you could pour a glass of wine, a beer, a root beer, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever yeah, yeah, you like yeah, yeah. to relax. And then I want you to talk for the next 20, 30 minutes. What does the next 10 years together look like? Right. What do you want to do? Yeah. And then when you can come up with that vision, what you want to do, then we'll reverse engineer the funding of right. your vision right, right, right. and make it a reality. And I just knew that I was not going to see them again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hope I was going to, and they right, kind of right, came to right, that, right. that honesty with each other. But this is coming back to money. Right, right, right. Man, yeah. money, show me the money, and it tells a story. Sure. So they didn't trust each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like they were going to talk about it anyways, you know. Right. So, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. and it was, it was hard, even hard for them to have a shared vision of. Yeah, right. No way. And there's no way I could do my job properly as that licensed fiduciary to really help them plan in the best way possible. Right. Right. Now, like, like, because I was just thinking about this too, because um, you just, you know, before you guys started your own thing now, like, right? right. Like, yeah. I mean, you have your own your own practice. Like, mm -hmm. so, come, it, it, has that allowed you or given you the ability to do more for people, being able to like, you know kind of do your own thing as opposed to working for like a, another company you know? yeah and you know i was in, basically in charge of southwest florida hiring recruiting right for a bigger box company not for profit it was a great company uh however we were what was called a captive advisor okay and just to kind of explain it i just lay it out there i'm going to mention two insurance companies and i'm not saying they're bad right there's my disclaimer right. so if you go to an all-state agent and you walk in you talk about hey i need auto insurance are they going to sell you state farm right yeah, no they're yeah, going to sell you all state right. and the hope is they're going to do the best they can in their wheelhouse right right it's the same thing said about state farm you go in auto insurance they're not going to sell you all state they're going to sell you state farm right. and then in their wheelhouse do the best they can that's what's called a captive agent and in my industry, we have captive advisors. 
you could do the best you can for your client in this wheelhouse, yeah. you know, but anything out of it, even if there's something better over right. here, you don't have access to it. You got to, you know, work right. over here. So uh, as my education grew, uh, my COO, Corey Sear and I, we, we started putting our heads together going, how can we better serve people? Right. Right. You know, um, and with the other company, it was a, um, it was a sale or a commission based sales investment license we had. Right. You get commissioned off of selling different types of investment vehicles. Uh, and we, we gave that up and we got, we're registered investment advisors and we're what's considered a fiduciary. Awesome. Now, the difference there is uh, 85% of financial advisors in the nation right now have that sales at commission based license. Gotcha. And only that 15% are fiduciaries. Wow. Wow. And the, the typical advisor, they have to do what's suitable for a client, from a suitability standpoint, a legality right. standpoint. Right. Uh, an uh, advisor operating in a fiduciary capacity has to do what's in the client's best interest. Okay. Right. Okay. So Ideal Retirement Solutions, we're not linked to a specific company. Gotcha, okay. So we get to cherry pick the very best of, of this company, the very best of this company, and build that optimal solution for the client. Right, right. Yeah. So, so why, why, why would there be such a, why is that such a smaller pool of people? Because of the requirements and the licensing. Gotcha. So all, so all that educating you're doing? Yeah. When you're reading on a Sunday night and you're posting, you know, pictures of all your testing and stuff, like, that's why? Yeah. yeah and it, it yeah. just, it comes down to, you know, and, and we charge what's like a, it's called an assets under management fee. Right, right. Um, and so it's in our best interest to do our very best to grow your money. Right, right. You know, gotcha. for example, I'd rather earn a 1% off of a million dollars than 1% right. off of 10,000. Right, right, sure, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah, it, so, yeah. but it's it's doing it where everyone wins. The client right. wins. Right, right. We win. Sure. And then in turn, if the client's making more money, we're making money. We're spending more locally too. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then I could fund a really nice adult daycare <laughs> for my parents when they need right. it. Right. No, it's it's uh, it makes perfect sense, and I, I think you guys having that flexibility of being able to work with different companies and, and kind of cater your portfolio or that person's portfolio to, to you know, meet their goals is helpful too, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, is, is it, now, you guys, did I see you guys recently are um, opening up a new office or? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're actually moving. We're, we're doubling our office space. Awesome. And through this whole pandemic, yeah. we've actually exploded with growth. That's awesome, man. Uh, and I was never big on video chats and stuff right, like right. that, but it's, it's forced not only us, but our clientele to jump on Zoom calls right, 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 right. and things of that nature. So um, we're actually working in a lot of different states right now, um, doing awesome. Zoom calls all over the country with clients. That's, and, that's, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, and so we're we're you know we want to facilitate that growth in our in our new uh, location in Port Charlotte. We also have another location in Fort Myers. Awesome. As yeah, well. That's um, right. I remember. I think you guys opened that what this past year. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I haven't spent a lot of time there. <laughs> Stroking that wrenching, know, buddy. Right? <laughs> you know? That's awesome though. But I mean, if you can do Zoom calls, I mean, I guess uh, like. Right. And we'll, we'll always have that location there because yeah. we do teach college classes to pre-retirees and retirees at Fort Myers and also STC and Northport. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So it's just education is the key. Yeah, and exactly. you know, Albert Einstein, he said that if you can't some explain something simply enough, yeah. you don't know it well enough. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. some people's advisors talk over their heads. Right, right, right. right? And I always say, like, they have a little bit of the God complex. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know yeah, this. Yeah. I'm uppity uppity. No, right, these, right. you have to speak to someone at their level and communicate complex things in a simplistic manner. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when you think about 
like someone uh, that's entering retirement, like, like what is like in your mind their biggest risk uh, at this stage of, of like life, the economy and everything else? Well, I would say that, I mean, there's, there's the three, right? There's longevity risk, right? There's market risk. Right. Okay. I mean, I mean they can't afford for the market to like have Crash. a good thing, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. We call yeah. it the kill zone, right, actually. Right, right. Like you, you, like, you, like, you like spend saving, 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 you retire and then boom, lose 50 Right, so hours. five years before retirement and five years into retirement. Yeah. If your portfolio is not built properly, you won't make it through retirement. Yeah. Because imagine, um, let's say you retire 2007. Sure. Now you've, you're high in the hog, as right. they say, whoa, 20-something yeah, percent rate of returns. Yeah, 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 this is yeah, great. I yeah, ain't touching right, my money. Right, right. Then the market crashes. You yeah. lose 50% of your, your million-dollar nest egg. Right, yeah. Now you're in retirement, and you're having to sell your investments at a discount. We right. all know that you want right. to buy low and sell right, yeah. high, right? Right, right? But just the opposite happens when you're going into retirement uh, and the market crashes. Now you're having to liquidate those investments at a discount and now you're you're in essence killing those dollars from ever working for you again right right yeah, yeah and so yeah. it's it's really working with that the retirement distribution planner you know to kind of hedge some of these risks so it's longevity risk it's market risk and then there's a big one taxation risk right like, do you think the government's been a good steward of their financial resources, right, Chris? Yeah. I don't know. I'd say no. No, <laughs> I mean, right? And I, throw, who wants money? You want money? Right. I'll give you money. Right. I stroke the check, <laughs> right, right? right? When the last stimulus, know, our, our dollar lost 10%. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. You know, so that being said, if, if, if they've been a bad steward, could they need more money to operate in the future? Yeah. When it's like even in, in Florida, too, there's minimum wage increase. I'm saying like, like <laughs> the ex, the how that expense is going to get passed probably directly on to our seniors. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I know we're going to see it, that happen in our industry, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of industries I would think would be the it's same. It's going to go right to the consumer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like raising taxes on right, uh, right, on, right. on the rich. Right. They're just going yeah, exactly. to so, pass it right down. Yeah, so, so in, in, in a sense, it's almost like that, that in itself is going to devalue the dollar, you know, just because of the fact that we're, like, uh, hyperinflating, you know, cost of things, you know, so... Yeah, so I yeah. mean that that taxation risk. Most people have their retirement nest egg saved in what's called a tax deferred manner. Gotcha. IRA, four hundred one k, you know things like that, and that money's never been taxed. So if taxes go up in the future, which historically in the last eighty years were at some of the lowest tax well, I mean, rates. Look, look at New York and California, man. Like, uh, I'm saying like. Like people are fleeing those places, yeah. you know, just because yeah. just to avoid some of the taxes. I seen that yeah. shirt going around. Don't New York my Florida. <laughs> right, I know, I know, hey? I know, yeah, I know. Because I mean, everyone's coming here. Well, know? they're it's bringing like, the mentality yeah, too. Yeah, I'm from I, New York, I, so I, it gives I, me the right, right to really talk smack right, about right, New Yorkers. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so it's it's just how do you how do you alleviate that taxation risk? So we do a lot of what's called Roth conversions. And there's a great book called The Power of Zero, right. author David McKnight. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, he's well respected in the financial world. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, the rock the star yeah, in the yeah, financial yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And Corey, uh, my, my partner and I, we're, we're two of 30 certified Power of Zero advisors in the nation. That's awesome. Wow. So we work closely with David McKnight on case design and things like that, and having you get to a 0% tax bracket in retirement. Sure, yeah. It's huge, man. I it is. It. I love it. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, and it's what just... A, what a journey, man. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. Do you think about the journey that you've gone on? Like, yeah. just, you know, did you ever think it would take you here? 
No, no way. And the thing is this, like, you know, people look at at our business now and go, oh, these guys are successful, this, this. It's every day being consistent, (laughs) right? right? You know. I know. I I mean, you're out there, you're filming, you're in the community. I mean, you were, were, I'm going to inoculate, but you were a couple minutes late getting to this (laughs) thing today because you were leaving another meeting. I know, I know, I know. Which is, I don't care. It would be different if you were a five guys eating a burger and you didn't bring me one. Then I might not forgive you. (laughs) But it's just every day being consistent. It's the same thing yeah. with saving and preparing and getting ready if your parents, um, you know, are getting up in age. Just having contingencies. Right. The right. what ifs. Like, right. who's going to help with income, in-home care? Right. Like, my right. father, if he ever had to go to a facility, right. drive him nuts. Sure. He's yeah, yeah. 80, almost 80 years old. He's yeah. out in the community. He's hunting. He goes to Alaska right. three weeks a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah All these yeah. things. And so I don't see, he needs to be active. Yeah, no, I hear you. 100%. It's so, so important, you know. Yeah. yeah. I know I was, I was getting the, uh, the the signal, man. The, the, the countdown clock was getting there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I heard <laughs> no, some but, crunching of potato yeah, chips. Yeah, in the I know, right, right. No, um, but I, Andrew gave me that stink eye, you know. So yeah. no, but I uh, no, I'm, I'm super grateful for uh, <laughs> for your time, man, and just appreciate you coming in here and just everything that you're doing. Seriously, I mean, I, I feel like you know the 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 population of people that are like you know entering the stage of their life need their money protected more than ever, you know. Um, especially to pay for these healthcare costs in the, into the future. Not that they need to do that tomorrow, but just that, like, I know when I look at the cost of care, like, it's going up. And, and, and you know, as people age, like, you know, the only way that they're going to have options for themselves is to be able to pay for these things themselves, you know, because you know, the, these services don't, a lot of services do not exist that are compensated by the insurance companies, you know. So I appreciate what you're doing. You know, for the community and, and that population of people and, and I appreciate you sharing your story and, and kind of you know helping us understand a little bit more about what it is that you do and, and how you can help. So Right on, man. Yeah. You know you got a fan in, in me, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, always 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 great to get together and uh, if you guys, you know, haven't already, make sure you reach out to Jeff if you know someone or you yourselves are at that stage of like, what do I do? Now, what's what's that next step? How should I plan out my retirement? You know, give Jeff a call. We'd be happy to help. And uh, and join us next time on on the Carepreneur Show. We cover everything from like investing to business, uh, just to leadership and, and everything else in between. And we appreciate y'all joining us. And you guys have a great day. We'll see you next time.